Hello everybody, coming from Anaheim Hills, California. Today we're bringing to you the Late Night Lowcast. I'm here with Austin Jabuckin. How you guys doing? Man, it's good to be here with you right now, man. How's everything going? It's going well, you know, can't complain. Yeah. Man. Never thought that we would be doing this. Yeah, me neither. This soon. You know, things just happened to work out where I, you know, enrolled in this class and here mm-hmm. we are dude i wouldn't want anyone else to be in the first episode than you bro so uh, i appreciate it for those who don't know this has been my close friend for a long time so tell me about yourself man let's see so i grew up in buena park first couple of years of my life moved over here to orange went to villa park high school graduated didn't go to college after school. Worked at a laboratory for oh, yeah. marijuana, dealing with pens and and oils and. So you're like a scientist, huh? In a way, we would break down the molecules, try to extract the THC molecule and make it, try to get the best and cleanest form. How'd you like doing that? It was amazing because I'm a smoker myself. I mind quality things. Quality over quantity, right? Yeah, quality is where it's at, yeah. especially in that game. Yeah, we uh, tested our stuff out to like ninety-eight percent. But um, so what are you doing now? Uh, work with my dad, doing HVAC, which is heating, ventilation, and AC. Um, family-owned business for about forty-six years. My grandpa started it, and my other job was just going too slow wasn't moving anywhere and it was just what was on my plate to do as my being so I just felt like I had to step up and take over what my dad was going to leave behind because no one else was going to do it you think it's more of a more of a stable job right now than it was in, Um, in the laboratory in the long run in the longevity of things do you think you liked the other job more because it was something that you were doing a little more yeah it's you know it's like a little rebellious in a way and it feels good to you know do things that not everyone agrees with but now that this is more of a um, I would say socially accepted job and it uh people it's just you know, it's just grounded better. Yeah, I think I think more nowadays, um, though it's illegal, still people have a little soft-hearted. Yeah. Not soft-hearted, but a little, you know, bad mindset towards it. Yeah. Just because it's THC and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because of the past. And but just, if you look at it in a brighter light, you know, medically speaking, it can actually save a lot of lives. And it has. And it has. Saved. It's been proven to do that. So yep. I really liked how you were doing that, but I'm, I'm a little more excited that you're doing more of HVAC and something yeah, that's you've been involved in for a while. Yeah, I've been doing it since my, I was 12 with my grandpa. I would go and work with him. He would teach me all the little things. What do you think that that um, the HVAC job you've had now has taught you? Something that THC job can't teach you and vice versa. Yeah. Um... Like as far as the, like, you know, the, the hard work in HVAC is... Is more of something that's accepted, and then the THC job, the the laboratory job, is not might not be less accepted. But there are things that you can learn that you can learn in that job that you can yeah. learn in the HVAC. What do you think are some of the things that you can you know take away? So, 
I would feel like the AC or HVAC job is more of a gives me like a more broader uh, exposure to things in life, like houses and restaurants and just how like you know like like I know how to like cut holes in walls and make do like construction work and stuff like yeah. that and that's I feel like that can help me gets me more uh, versatile than yeah. working in just a lab and doing the same stuff for two years straight like the HVAC it's all the same stuff but it's different you know locations different types of work it's always requires different things you were inter- interacting more with people in the HVAC job than you were in the other job <laughs> yeah because at the last last job I would drive 45 minutes to a lab sit inside all day and just package and yeah like a little lab rat it was I was a little lab rat and I was I wasn't like it wasn't a big company and I wasn't on the top of the leaderboard but I was like well distributed throughout and I knew how to work machines and package and all that stuff so it was it taught me like to more internal things like making sure stuff's clean and making sure things look right try to make my best work try to get the best out of my work yeah. and that rolled over into the HVAC and I do things completely different and how my dad does it just because I worked with my boss and just yeah. how he worked and I learned his ways yeah the the weed job was more of a uh, internal learning and the other job was you know in construction it's more of an outer physical learning experience yeah. I would think that the HVAC job that you have you can take away more stuff like you said you're versatile you can be more versatile so mm-hmm. later in life there are things that this job you have right now can help you more mm-hmm. than the other job could yeah you know? and uh, I uh, more practical in a sense yeah it's more I could I would have more of a I would say leverage because I know I know how to work on certain things yeah and they use tools but I mean I still I have no idea what I'd be doing when it comes I just turn on the AC yeah it's just super simple but it's honestly like really simple when you learn the basics of how the refrigeration cycle works it's how a lot of things go I feel when someone has no idea what Mm -hmm. what something how it is how it works you know they think it's so difficult and complex and then once you kind of just get a little bit of the, the ground base of things it gets a little more simple and it's not as complex even though things are really complex yeah. even when you do understand a little bit of it or a lot of it you know mm-hmm. it's just a little more simple than it would be just when you're thinking it's yeah no idea i think that comes down to people's fear of not knowing like people being scared of not like the no like knowing that they don't know like or knowing that they don't know what something is they get scared maybe yeah scared ah man I kind of get scared myself I have no idea sometimes bro everyone but you know you just gotta run through the wall and just keep going with it you know yeah it's take it and run it's like I think that like I don't know how my dad's business is gonna turn out I don't know how it's I really don't know but you're going, you're going to school for that, right? Trade school? Yeah, I go to trade school at OCC twice a week just to get my, like, 
like first two classes that I need to be able to take more classes. I'm really excited for you. You're you're going to a school where you're learning some really practical knowledge that can just lift you up. And while I mean I'm me interpreting when I'm studying right now, I I have a huge branch of things that I can go off to, mm -hmm. but it's the risk is super high and knowing what I want to do or you you still have a whole lot of risk and succeeding but you know what you want to do and that's super special because you can devote your time into that one thing or yeah. a few things and just perfect that craft with this whole working for my dad it's like I'm not even doing it just because like it's a good job and it's gonna like help me succeed I'm doing it because I want to get to a place where I could help others so yeah. I feel like this is like the little next step I need to take for me to get to that level to so I could just help others like like I don't know where I'm gonna be at in three years I might not even be doing what I'm doing like I was, we were just talking last week about my dad and his business and yeah, like yeah. if things don't go well then I'm I have you know like I want to do photography like yeah. that's like my dream to go do is photography and I'm working on it but yeah. you know it takes time and I can't I can't get worried about rushing things yeah man like I I said a while ago when I was running my miles you know you're running down and it sucks and you see that that end goal for me it was a bridge and I kept looking at the end goal thinking man is this gonna get any closer and in reality, it was actually, it seemed like it was getting farther. It was an illusion. My mind was tricking itself. But when I started to actually focus on each step and each, you know, beauty of the nature on the step, you know, it started to make things go by faster and made the struggle seem more fulfilling. And I think yeah. that's a situation for all of us. It's kind of a case for all of us. But if we realize that, then, you know, time can be, you know, obsolete. Yep. And so. I totally feel you. Because uh, it's, and that's like, we were so worried about, you know, like you are saying, you want to just get to that bridge, get to the bridge, but you're like, no, nah, I just need to just do it just mm -hmm. one step at a time. Yeah, man, running's fucking hard. Shit sucks. It's more of a mental game. Yeah, I've been, I played sports most of my life and I've done a bunch of sprints. I've been hit hard. I've been gone cracked and stuff and, but running long distance there's almost nothing that can match up to it besides that. some other forms of cardio but it's just really it's, it's a big training on your mind it's a big mental yeah training I, I love I love it I just have just noticed nothing but great things that has happened I feel better think better yeah you just I feel like you want to you it gets you more perseverance I recommend to some people that I talk to that you know or anything that's a form of cardio. I climb, for instance, too. We climb. But any form of cardio that they might not be doing, it'd be good for them, not only just for physical shape, but it'd be great for you know, mental training and you know, help them become more tenacious and, and driven. Even walking has yeah. a great effect on your mental, your so mental easy. state. It's so it. easy to just sit on the couch and not do much. And, yep. You know? But that... 10 minutes you're on your phone you could have went on a walk around the block and have gotten 
a lot off your head that's still stuck there with your phone. Oh, yeah, the extra five minutes on the shitter, you know, you could have been <laughs> walking up the street a little bit. Yeah. Oh, whatever. You know what I'm uh, dude, it's Halloween. It's beautiful. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty stoked because, you know, this this climbing thing that I've been doing, it, it's been really good for my mind. I've been climbing for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. And you've been with me along the journey, and it's been so fun, dude. We've met it's, a lot of people. We've we've met our own consciousnesses and our own selves. We've just developed and shaped the uh, shit out of ourselves. You're so, so right. It's been good. It's right. been a fun journey, and we're about to go send it to this Halloween costume climbing party. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm really excited. You dress up as a squirrel? <laughs> no, that's a was bear. It, that was a bear. It's a grizzly bear, man. You see how big his eyes were? It looks like a squirrel. Yeah. That's why I'm like, this fool got a squirrel costume. That'd be pretty dumb. But At I was first like, I wanted to be a baboon, but you know, like, oh, that'd be dope. But it's like, like twenty bucks. I was like, squirrels climb, so I'm like, we're going to a climbing. It makes sense, and I was like, oh, that's sick. But yeah, like, it's a bear. Yeah, I have a couple of squirrels living in my backyard. It's pretty cool. It's funny because I was chilling with my dad in the backyard. And we have this bird feeder that mom, my mom refills every couple of weeks or so. And these little birdies come by and they always feed off the feed off this, the nuts on the, the feeder. And I looked over in this fence and there was a squirrel dashing across the fence line and straight up just Mission Impossible jumped, just jumped up to the bird feeder and slid off the top. It was kind of crazy. I was like, damn, this guy's hungry, man. It's like, why can't I be that hungry in this life? And then I had to, my, my dad and I talked about relocating that a bird feeder so the guy doesn't screw up the birds' lives and kill a couple of little birdies out there because they don't got nothing to eat in the morning. So we moved it a little bit. The guy came back and jumped, he jumped and fell. It was so funny, but... Even further? Yeah, he couldn't make it. Oh. But, man, these animals are hungry. It's something that we, a lot of humans, take for granted is that, oh, yeah. that drive. To, We're so weak. eat, you know? So we just weak. have those plates sometimes just given to us and sometimes... Even though we work hard for our money and we get that play, it's just, it's not the same as animals. Man, they got to hunt for that. Bro, it's impressive. We're so, we're so weak, but we, I could go get a, a gas station freaking hot dog and hamburger right now for God. five bucks yes. and I'll be full. It's not the best. It's I not the really best. be on the toilet for an extra five <laughs> minutes, dude. It's not the best, but it's food, you know, and it makes you full and helps you live. But like, yeah. They literally go days, like, some of them don't even survive because they can't find food. Literally, just like that. Like, and imagine if we were put into that situation. I like to have... think I'm a little raccoon myself. You know, like, I go, I've gone 40 hours without eating. I can't imagine going more than that because that kind of sucked. But I liked it at the same time, being in a survival you know, mind state. Yeah, but I feel like it's different because you know that you can eat whenever you Yeah, I'm so you used want. to just having something in the fridge. I could just go down there and after 70 hours, I could just go there. And but they're forced. People are in, in the past and surviving and, mm -hmm. and animals, they are forced to, to not have food. You know, they have to hunt for it. So, yeah, that's, it's, it's really gnar that I have talked about that when I financially can afford it i want to start hunting my own game and all that because a full live deer costs i mean it doesn't cost weighs like a couple hundred pounds lasts you over a year of meat for your whole family just one deer and that 
you know, it might cost a couple hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars to travel and go get that deer and get the deer back, but in the long run, you're probably going to save more money by doing that one big journey to go get that giant group yeah. of meat than, you know, going to the grocery store throughout the whole year. And that mission can totally bring more benefit to you than a price tag can, mm-hmm. can offer. And, you know? dude, I've just heard people talked about hunting that they feel so much better because they're out in the wild you know they're all in mother nature they're in nature thriving with nature and like people they say that's why people get are depressed nowadays because we're just inside all the time we don't go out we don't like exercise we don't eat shitty food you know like that's one of the main reasons of depression nowadays I feel like is how people eat. And then sometimes you just gotta walk outside and just get burned by the sun a little bit. Bro, yeah. you wanna know? You, I'm gonna tell you this just because we're on this. Today, <laughs> I did a, uh, a little, like, I had some time to lay out in the sun because it's really good for you. So, yeah. I was laying out in the sun. And I saw this, this video of this, like, health guru guy, and he was saying how. Like just body squats are really good for you and everything and mm-hmm. uh, I was like I'm gonna do some body squats I did 200 body squats today damn just like no way just just, just body weight just standing mm. up straight and then squatting down as on my heels as like shallow in squat shit or what yeah just trying to 200 wow and I was in the sun and I was like dude this feels fucking great felt good Felt really good. Hell yeah. After I was like, go barefoot in the grass and just, you know, people could be like, dude, you're weird, but it's it's different. I mean, define weird at that point. Oh, you want me to define weird? W-Y-R-D. It's the old English word, weird. And it means a comer of fate or someone, or destiny, someone who's on their destiny or they can they can make their fate happen is a person who is weird so weird is actually not a bad word if you want to break it down it's history people just nowadays put a weird context on it right yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) shit man it's been short short lived but you know it's gonna last forever it's been fun bro this is gonna be the first of many I'm glad I'm glad you can come on today and give some knowledge and, and a little bit of your side a little bit of the zerby side yep and if i just want to say one thing to y'all that you don't know who i am you just hear my voice is that you don't gotta listen to me but just take in what i say as a grain of salt and it might just come back in a different way and you might be able to connect it in different things might help you out i really don't know but I love y'all. Hope you have a great time. Alright, man. Peace. Thanks for being on today. Anytime. Time. Time. Time.